Hi, Stu Heads. Leah here. I'm here with Phil and Steve, and I bet you're wondering why you're hearing us on a Tuesday. Say we hi. were bored. We needed something else we were to lost. do. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, today it's our birthday. Happy birthday to us! Yay! One year. If you have an appetite for the strange and bizarre, then pull up a chair and grab a spoon for another intriguing serving of Remnant Stew. Remnant Stew is gluten-free, organic, made from all natural, free-range ingredients and guaranteed to provide the recommended daily serving of curiosity. Wow. It's been a whole year since we launched our first episode of Remnant Stew called Balloonacy. That was a good episode. That one was a fun that, one. Yeah, I really like that so one. So many good things about uh, balloons going wrong. Uh, and then we ended with a nice story of the girl named Laura Buxton who released a balloon and it went 140 miles and was found by a different girl named Laura Buxton. That was a great story. I enjoyed that one. I still like the one where the Fr- where the two Frenchmen decided to have their own duel. <laughs> In hot, in hot air balloons. Hot air balloon. And yeah. you got to think of what were their friends thinking that they brought along. Yes. They're like, seconds. wait, this is dumb. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was not and how do you, intelligent. And, and seriously, how do you miss a hot air balloon? Right. And the first one did miss. <laughs> I <laughs> that was a great story. But uh, yeah, Laura Buxton's a good one. It was really fun. I, I, I went back and listened to that uh, that whole episode again recently, and just it's been fun to think about how uh, this podcast has uh, grown and developed over the year. And uh, what were you? Uh, you were just mentioning it, Phil. But uh, tell us some of your other favorite stories that, that we've covered. Okay, so a weird one is the jar of tongues. Yeah, <laughs> where, where, where the guy where, came, brought the jar of tongues and put them under his floorboards, like yeah, and they found them years later. Yeah, right. And right. <laughs> called the police. <laughs> that well, was he awesome. didn't find them. Well, no, someone else, else found them later. And he's, them. Like, yeah. he's like, oh, oh, yeah. That's I forgot right. about I forgot. those. That was the lost and found. Episode, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> well, when I was thinking about starting this, this podcast, I started collecting stories and everything. And one of the stories I couldn't wait to tell was the Meet the Beatles one. Oh, that was a, oh, that was a great right. story. Where the oh, five. The imposters uh, episode. Yeah, the five high school boys wanted to meet the Beatles, so they... they you know, impersonated the opening band and how these guys didn't end up being career criminals. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, or truly right. thrown in jail for impersonation if they once they got caught. It was just like, oh, guys, that was awesome. Congratulations, yeah, pat yeah, on the back. Everybody the thought it was, it was so funny, awesome. You know. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, that was kind of cool. <laughs> We've had some really funny stories, some really great stories. Uh, I like the one about the Toronto clown and firefighter riot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can't better. make that stuff up. No. That's <laughs> no. a great name for one thing. Uh, that was on our Strange Conflicts uh, episode. Um, I also like the, oh, on our World on our Monuments episode, particularly. Oh, I know the, which one you want. Oh, the World wow. Monument, the Enema Monument. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, that, was, that was the best of them all, I think. Clean your right out. <laughs> I think one of our stories that has gotten the most um, comments, though, from our viewers, and it certainly is a good story, was about Smokey. The four-legged soldier, um, right? The little mm-hmm. dog. Oh, yeah, yep. Smokey the dog during World War II. He was found on an island in the Pacific by a soldier who took him and uh, trained him. Uh, the dog would just love to do tricks, and so um, you know he performed, was well known. Uh, and then uh, when the owner, the guy that had trained him, uh, was got sick, uh, was in the hospital. They brought the dog to the hospital, and that's when they found that uh, you know. All the other soldiers uh, 
responded so well. The people that were in uh, shell shock or battle mm-hmm. fatigue that hadn't responded to anything responded when when they when Smokey was put next to them. So that was really one of our best uh, best uh, received stories, I think. Right, and we yep. we sent off a book, right about that. Yeah, one. That, and, yeah. The, exactly. and doesn't he also have? Is there a monument? There's a monument in monument Cleveland where okay. the where the guy that I can't remember the name of the the soldier who found him. But uh, he was from Cleveland, and after the war, he took him home to Cleveland with him, and he still continued performing even on uh, uh, kids uh, TV shows and things like that. And so, yeah, Smokey was quite well well loved. So, Phil, you got any more favorites? I, I did like the Scott Routley one from Brain Games, the episode we just released, right. or, or we had released a few yeah, weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. Okay, and, you know, uh, wait, wait. It's out now. It's okay, yeah, okay. It's and Sorry, now back to our to regularly scheduled joke time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Scott Ratley up the you know section about his being in his coma, and then doctors, a doctor, yeah. figuring out how to communicate with him in the coma, in in the coma through through like, MRIs and everything, and how he told him to think of one thing, and that was recorded, and told him to think of something else. Tennis, right? And that conversation kept right. kept happening, and he could answer. At the beginning, simple yes and no's kind of stuff. But the ultimate question is, are you in pain? Right. That's that was pretty impressive. And nobody and had figured, no, nobody had been able to report from being in from a coma. coma. And he was in the coma for twelve years before they they communicated. Right. right. He was already. Uh, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a very encouraging story. I thought. You know. Yeah. That was that was that was very that was very awesome in how progressing through the the science and everything for seeing all those pieces and potentially right. start diagnosing how to maybe come out of them eventually. One right. of my favorite stories, and uh, it's always been a fr- ever since I read about it years ago, and we shared it here on our Positively Presidential episode. Um, yeah, it, you know, we end each broadcast, in each podcast with uh, always um, stay curious, but before that we say choose to be kind. kind. That's right. Yep. It is Kindness a is a choice. And there was a story about William McKinley um, <clears throat> trying to decide on two different um, among two different candidates for a, an office that he was filling. Right. Yep. And they were both equally qualified. And then he remembered an incident from 20 years before when he was just a congressman from Ohio and on a streetcar in Washington. And he was on a on a um, um, on the streetcar, and this old washerwoman gets on with a load of laundry. And kind of struggles down the aisle, and he remembered that one of the two guys that he's now considering, considering the, right, was on position. that streetcar, and yep. he shifted his seat, shifted his newspaper, pretended not to see her. Where and then McKinley um, got went up. down, got out of his seat, and gave it helped her up, and you know gave her his seat. And so you know he actually ended up giving the position to the other candidate, not that one. And you know the the comment was, acts of kindness. He will never know that that one. Uh, discretion of not kindness cost him right. the Seriously. position that he had hoped for. So kindness is is very important. There's always people watching. Well, and one of my favorite uh, stories, and again, I collected a long time ago, but we got permission to quote from a book, was the Mermaid Riot. Right? Oh, wow. Yeah, the thing that, <laughs> that happened in Charleston awesome. where they, everybody came and wanted the mermaid to be released. Well, released. So and, yeah, and you know, you know you wanted to yell, Release the Kraken! 
Of course, there was the Oregon whale explosion. That was a good oh. one, too. <laughs> epic disaster. That whole, uh, I love that epic disaster. Yes, yes. Um, yes. I think we could episode. do another episode on exactly. that and all kinds of other stories. Exactly. Or the doodlebug from from uh, submarines and war machines. That one was pretty amazing, Yeah, that too. was pretty fun. The, the Germans had invented this great thing to blow up tanks, but it relied it was, on a 2,000-foot extension, extension cord. cord. <laughs> hey, just roll this out there. What could go wrong? <laughs> Oh, you were talking about earlier, Phil, the the SMU band. Oh yes. Oh, you in know, our episode, pranks and hoax. Yes, yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna take you know if you're gonna if you're into you know grass and all that, this is a great prank. <laughs> <laughs> that that's that was one of my favorite episodes. The pranks, but one of the least listened to for some reason. Okay, I don't, so folks, go back and yeah, listen. Go to yeah, you got to listen to that one. Hoax. Pranks, and, pranks and, hoaxes. and hoaxes. Yeah. Okay, so so moving right along, we we've been doing this for a year. We are going to continue doing it. Yeah, we right. love we love telling you stories and everything. And some of you guys have asked if we have a Patreon, and now we do. Ta-da! We oh. just started it, and you can find a link to it on our website under the support tab. And while it's you know it's free to listen to podcasts, but it does cost to produce the cod- podcast, and so every little bit helps. And a thank you for signing up as a patron. We're busy Woo-hoo. producing extra content, and you will also get our episodes a day early and completely ad-free, which Ooh. is really easy right now because we don't have we don't any have ads. Any sponsors. Wait, what's our wait, what's an ad? Right now. <laughs> but <laughs> one day, jump in early. But not everybody get can give, and and we get that. We understand that. So you can still support us in a very meaningful way uh, by sharing us with your friends and family, anybody that needs a little curiosity in their life. And also to give us a re- uh, review on Apple Music, uh, formerly known as iTunes. Uh-huh. It's free, takes just a few minutes of your time, and it means the world to us and will help us to eventually get sponsors. And thank you to those who have already left reviews there. Yes, yes absolutely. absolutely. Every review has been awesome. We have received so much support from you guys, and we really appreciate it. And then go connect with us and other listeners, listeners through our Facebook and Instagram. We have some exciting things happening that I'm about to tell you. Uh, that we're we're celebrating throughout this year, and you have to be on our Facebook or our Instagram to to be a part right. of it. Something happening uh, that behind the scenes here that's pretty exciting at Remnant Stew is that we started a geocaching trackable campaign. Woohoo! And so, for those of you that are not familiar with geocaching, it what is, is it? Tell it, me all about it. <laughs> it's touted as the largest treasure hunt in the world. Uh, you can go and sign up at geocaching.com for free and then start looking for caches all around you. And, um, and How do so, you find them? Well, and here's it. So you, you sign up at geocaching.com and then you download the free app. There and on the okay. app, it'll show you a map of where the caches are around oh, you. Okay. Oh, cache, geolocation through, through, your, through that app on your device. Yes, on your yeah. device. The, cool. The GPS. And it'll help you navigate to it, help you find it. And sometimes they're hidden really well. And when I say it's largest treasure hunt, I'm doing finger quotes because a cache can yeah. be uh, can consist of nothing more than a very small container with just a paper log that you sign and date, uh, and then also log it on online at geocaching.com or on the app. Okay. But it can be large enough to also hold what's called swag, little toys or trinkets that you can take as long as you add some of your if own. If you take one, you got to put another one in. Swag, right? And, and it can be. It can be little, you know, silly little toys, or it can be geocoins, which are really collectible and everything. But also, and this is where I'm headed with this, finally, there are trackables. Trackables are anything with a special code on them that are placed into a cache, 
And if you find a trackable in a cache, you can discover it by going online and logging the code as discovered, or you can take it and then place it in another cache somewhere else. So trackables or tracking bugs, um, travel bugs, travel from cache to cache. And some of them have goals such as to get from one coast like the West Coast to the East Coast or something like that. So Remnant Stew has sent out 50 release the Kraken. Release the Kraken! Release them! Trackables <laughs> to caches across the United States and even over in the Netherlands and Europe to place into caches and we can watch them as they make their way back to Texas. Woohoo! Uh, you can track their progress on geocaching.com and we'll eventually have a link on our website. We don't have it yet, but we will uh, to those those trackables and we can watch them travel back home. That sounds like That'd fun. be cool. That's going to be fun. Uh, something that you do need to be on Facebook for uh, to participate in that I'm really excited about is this October, we're going to have a cemetery crawl. Oh, yeah. It That's will be fun. a scavenger hunt type contest to find certain t- uh, tombstone symbols. And we will go over. Oh, uh, is it like the runes and. Yeah. Is it well, like the runes and cryptic writing ones? Right. Well, you know, that would be cool. Oh, that would be right? cool. That would yeah. be really cool. But there's, I, you know, symbols are fascinating. And, and you find things chiseled on a tombstone and it means certain things. Like, for instance, a, 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 an hourglass. I lost the word for yeah. hourglass. An hourglass is about time fleeting. Yep. Okay. And then there's uh, the Masonic some, star. I've seen the that Masonic. Well, the Masonic Lodge symbol. But yeah. if you find a star, that's the Eastern star. So yeah. that's the female version. Or hmm. Oh wow! Cool. Masonic Lodge. Anyway, so there's all these symbols, and we're going to have a scavenger hunt of those symbols. We will go over the rules and all of that. But there are prizes for the winners. I'm not sure if there's going to be one winner or more winners. We're still developing it. But it will start in October. It will open on October 1st and end on Halloween. That will be fun. Get out so, and explore the cemeteries in your area. That would be awesome. Right. And then finally, we're going to have, I think we talked about um, Yola Book of Flood. Oh, the Icelandic book, book, the book festival. Okay. Right. right? The, the tradition. Yeah, the tradition. Iceland yeah. Yeah. to give, uh, they would give books on Christmas, not wood, they still do. It's a big tradition in Iceland uh-huh. to give books on Christmas Eve. And so they exchange books and then that's, that's how they spend their Christmas Eve. They, they, you know, sit up reading and, and eating chocolate. And that's something I, I, that sounds I think in, awesome. That'd be kind of cool. They actually shut off television in Iceland during that time. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. But uh, so this year we have featured independent bookstores all across the United States and even one in Iceland. And Iceland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and so this year what we're going to do is we're going to have a Yolo Book of Flood book exchange in honor of that tradition, and hopefully every one of our listeners that participate will will exchange books. Right. Hopefully purchased from one of our bookstores, and we'll exactly. have a list of those. Hint, hint wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> <laughs> and and then we will have a new book to read on Christmas Eve. Um, and I can't think of a better way to end 2021. Right. That's a that pretty awesome like way. A, a great, great way to end it up. You know, um, Remnant Stew episodes have been downloaded 4,350 times mm-hmm. in over 11 different countries. Our listeners mean the world to us. You really I mean, really, they do. I think you do. Absolutely. Uh, thank you for being such an amazing, giving us such an amazing year. And here's to more stories and laughs as we head into the uh, year number two. Um, as you go about your life in this big world, please remember to be kind. And And always always stay stay curious. curious.